0: Welcome to Global Legal Engineer, a podcast by Law and Forensics exploring the intersection of the law with cybersecurity, privacy, e-discovery, AI, and other emerging technologies. Here's your host, Daniel Gary. Welcome back to the Global Engineering Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to hear both myself and my Co-host David Cass, pontificate on various pressing issues that we see both from my perspective as an attorney and technologist and neutral and David's perspective as a regulator and former CISO running some of the largest organizations and security programs in the world and now as the VP at the New York Fed. With that said, before we kick off, I want to remind everybody this is not legal advice, nor should it be considered legal advice. This podcast and the comments contained therein represent only the personal views of the participants and do not reflect those of their employers or clients. This podcast is offered for educational informational uses only. With all of those great disclaimers laid out, I'm going to um, get to our immediate um, pressing topic of today's 10-minute chat, which is... Security strategy in the COVID world, now that you think, oh, it's got to be the same, but newsflash, it's not. And, I, you know, I know, David, you work and you've seen and see and have seen lots of different strategy. And, you know, I as well have seen in my fair share of these different strategy, um, you know, mechanisms, and machinations around cybersecurity. But I'd love to hear your thoughts, David, of where you think security is heading and, and how the COVID world's you know, at a strategic level, and how has COVID really impacted that? So, David, love to hear your thoughts.
1: Yeah, thanks, Daniel. So, I'd say, you know, it, almost the, you know, the, the unwritten rule of security tends to always be, you know, never, never waste a, a good crisis from the point of view of, you know, helping drive security enhancements and things like that. But I'd say, you know, one of the key things that we're looking at is, you know, has there been a real change in security strategy? So, part of it is, you know, it always goes back to getting back to basics. Most organizations and institutions struggle with, you know, the basic blocking and tackling. So I'd say, you know, in the light of the, the current pandemic, it, it's always good to revisit your basic blocking and tackling, your basic security hygiene to start with from that first perspective.
0: Say blocking and tackling. I agree with you. I I tell people return back to the fundamentals, right? I think especially for large organizations that you know I do run a global legal engineering firm and we work with some very very large entities today. And I think one thing that COVID has certainly driven home is the need just for the basics like two fact like access control lists, you know, endpoint protection, asset management you know the very basics I don't know David i would love to hear you expand a little further on as to where you where you think things are heading and when you say you know the fundamentals what, what's in the fundamentals you know I I can share my thoughts but I'd love to hear where you're coming from David and I'll pipe in from where I sit as well but David yeah so, so
1: you know when you look at your your basic hallmarks of, of security you're always talking about you know confidentiality integrity availability but it's kind of like you know revisiting that core foundation of your information security program because this way with the change to COVID or with you know pandemic in general you can see well what's changed what do I really need to revisit you know one of the key things there is you know whether it's been you know even pre-COVID as organizations now you know take on new technologies such as cloud blockchain and are looking at what other new you know innovative technologies are out there you know one of the basic things that they've had to kind of revisit is you know their identity access management program to take a look at, you know, is it adequate from that point of view? Because now, as organizations take on these other technologies, your, your traditional data center is now really becoming a loosely federated, connected set of different environments. So, you want to make sure that identity really truly federates across all of those different applications or technologies from that perspective. Otherwise, You know, if you go back to the old school days where if you had somebody transferred to a different division or you had an employee leave an organization, if you cut off their access, did it really cut off access to everything? And now in today's interconnected world, that's really more important than ever. So that would probably be a good fundamental example.
0: Yeah. And so I know I've seen when they terminate employees back in the day, you get all their devices, you terminate all their access. But in this work-from-home environment, that doesn't work so well. So I'd love David to hear your thoughts on, you know, the basics. Let's talk about the basics. What are some of the basics that you know one needs to consider when, in COVID, from a strategy perspective, just around, let's say, terminating people in this new environment, the basic level.
1: So, so I mean, that raises a great point because I think in the in the mad dash to get everyone home and the mad dash to get assets deployed to individuals. I think, you know, overall, a lot of organizations did a pretty good job of getting their people home quickly and safely and kind of getting them the additional assets they need to connect to the environment. But, you know, that doesn't change the fact that, you know, people do leave organizations or people do, you know, get downsized. Um, You know, how do you, you know, does that institutional organization have a method for collecting those, you know, individuals' assets that were issued to them from that point of view? And is there an expectation that they keep that information safe and that material safe? So, you know, asset management is kind of another fundamental. You know, when you talk about basic blocking and tackling for organizations, of you know, do they know what assets they have deployed? Are they monitoring them appropriately? You know, COVID is kind of COVID nineteen is kind of brought on that scenario now. Of you know, if you do have somebody depart from your workforce, where you do have the need, where you've had to terminate somebody, how do you kind of collect their assets in a timely manner? You know that 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 has been a challenge for some organizations
0: yeah and I, that's an excellent point. It's not only about collecting the assets right it's about if you're going to terminate or downsize or you're running investigations, right do you have the right controls and processes in place that are available to you do you even know what your employees are working from? I, for the situations where people are using their home laptops to do work from home, it gets even trickier because, Tracking and understanding what data is being downloaded and shared and everything else becomes even stickier. I don't know, David, maybe you want to share what are some of the basics, you know, at a strategic level, when people make a decision to let people work from home using their own personal computers, I think that people need to start evaluating what is the risks to our information Considering that there's, no, there's a chance that we downside or they leave us and they're not going to come back into the office, we're not going to get a chance to really go through the formalized processes and mechanisms that organizations, you know, already, you know, rely upon to make sure they've collected all of their information and data. And certainly same for larger organizations. I mean, I run a global legal engineering firm, and I can tell you this is a very tricky area, and um, it's certainly complicated by this um, new reality. But, David, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a topic that we could spend all day on, so let alone 10 minutes, it's kind of hard to,
1: to, to do it justice. But, you know, as you mentioned, so monitoring, when there's, that's why it kind of goes back to reevaluating the fundamentals of your program. Now with everybody remotely working from home, Do you, you know, one of the questions, you know, information security programs need to ask themselves is, do you have the same monitoring capabilities? Do you need to add additional technology to to have those level of monitoring capability? And also, depending upon the the geography of the organization, where those individuals are working, there's now more than 80 countries with varying degrees of privacy laws. You know, have you had a chance to understand what the impact is of what you can and can't monitor as an organization or institution? based on the fact that now everybody is, you know, working from home. So if you have, you know, international employees now that are working from home, it may be very different than if they're, you know, purely working within the U.S. So those are just some of the basic considerations to keep in mind. But again, kind of going back to the fundamentals of, you know, when you look at what you are monitoring uh, under normal circumstances, can you still accomplish that in this new work-from-home environment? And looking at also, you know, change management and patch management, it's often very it's often easier for organizations to patch and manage their devices when they're directly on that corporate network within their corporate campus. But now that organizations are working from home remotely, uh, even when they increase the number of their VPN connections, do they have the ability to maintain the patching? Do they have the ability to to maintain change management uh, with such a distributed workforce? Some organizations have fared well with that. Other organizations have to look at other means of managing that.
0: Well, yeah. And more importantly, like building on what David's saying, a lot of when you're looking at security strategy in a COVID-19 world, a lot of processes built when you're downsizing or managing or monitoring were built with the understanding that you'll be able to physically access devices and people and environments. And that's just not the case. And it doesn't, you know, for some people, I think Amazon's 2021, like for a lot of global companies, that's just not going to happen. So when you're trying to come up with a new strategy for managing this risk of downsizing employees, monitoring privacy, whatever, you really need to start thinking in a whole new paradigm of I'm not going to actually get to see the person. They have our devices. And how do I manage that risk? So, I mean, I don't know, David, if you have any further shots, as you mentioned, we could probably easily go for an hour just on this alone. But, in the, you know, the 30 or 30 seconds to hour that we have left. Uh uh, Thirty seconds we have left. I'd love to, um, you know, feel free to weigh in with any final parting comments or thoughts. Now,
1: I'd say you know it's kind of getting back to the security 101 aspect of it. Of, you know, revisit the basic fundamentals, then look at it within today's light to see how has that changed. You know, are your controls still valid? Do you need new technology to enforce? You know that that environment. Do you need to change your policy? Do You need to put new process in place. But it's kind of like, you know, revisiting the, your fundamental program to see how it's changed would be step one. And, and then seeing, you know, what things can you incrementally do? Because there's an expectation that, you know, whenever you have a big crisis, it's always that you know, you fight with what you have initially. But you also look at what you have initially and start planning for what do I potentially need now based on how this landscape has changed.
0: I think those are fantastic thoughts. And as always, David, I, you know, we love hosting this podcast and we Thank everybody for tuning in and till next time.